Hello and welcome to Wellness KEV podcast. My name is Fatma. If you're new here, karibu sana. This is the platform that gives you all the information you need regarding wellness so that you can be able to live a much better life. Now, karibu sana literally just means welcome and it's just Swahili for welcome. I've had to explain this because I have been asked what does that mean? Um so I've taken the opportunity to just explain Um and it's a good problem to have to know that I have listeners who are also from other parts of the world. I'm so grateful for that. And um I love you guys for listening to the podcast. And today we want to get into some things. We want to talk about physical wellness, which is something that I'm very passionate about. So I want to share some tips, some tricks, things to make work easy for you and also share my journey a little bit. So if you're interested in that, please sit back. I hope you have your cup of tea. I hope it's green tea and let's do this. Yes indeed. Thank you so much for joining me on the Wellness KE podcast. My name is Fatma and um I just want to start off by saying a very very big thank you to all those of you who have been listening to this podcast. I mean, we've had some amazing guests. From the very very first interview I had which was with an amazing young lady her name is Fardosa if you haven't checked out that interview please click on that podcast episode we got to talk about fitness in the female muslim community that was such an amazing episode and i got so many messages from that all the way all the way to our latest episode which gets gets to talk about um emotional wellness And um I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who has contributed to the conversation our guests listeners all of you guys who have been supporting I'm so grateful to all of you and that's just me being honest and being grateful because you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with me and I appreciate that I mean I saw that from somewhere if if you're a hip hop fan then you know you know where I saw that from anyways that's besides the point I really want to get um to talk about physical wellness today and this is something that I'm happy to talk about. I can talk about this all day because I am living proof that if you are physically well, everything is just going to go well. And um before we begin, I just want to let you guys know that we have a new Instagram page um at wellness with Fatma. It's just as simple as that and you can be able to hop on there, show some love, support, uh send me your questions or if you have someone you think I should interview, please let me know at wellness with Fatma on Instagram. And the rest of the social media handles haven't changed on um uh twitter it's at @ke wellness on facebook it's wellness ke and we do have another um instagram page at @well_ness_ke so if you have any questions you'd like um to ask if you have someone you feel we need to interview we should sit down with them or if you feel we should sit down with you please let us know and also this is also where you're going to find out some new episodes that are upcoming um so be sure to follow to like um and to send in your questions i'd love to hear from you because you guys just give me life honestly so thank you for that now I really want to speak about physical wellness because I want for you to understand when I say physical wellness what that really means because I know what comes to mind is probably physical fitness which you know you're not wrong it's a portion of it but really physical wellness is just 
that ability to take care of your body's health, like optimal health, and also for you to allow your body to function properly because, of course, you have organs, you have you have all these things that need to function well for you to become, you know, for you to, to just be healthy. And so the thing is that with physical wellness, we're trying to achieve physical fitness. We're trying to find, you know, proper nutrition and also mental well-being. So it's that balance between these three that, you know, leads you to physical wellness. So that is fitness, that is nutrition, and also your mental well-being, which plays a very, very big role. And we get to talk about that and we will get to talk about that as well. Now, if you ask me what physical wellness really is, I would tell you, you know, I equate it to godliness. And I know it may sound a bit... I don't know, controversial, but I feel like when you take care of yourself, you're showing gratitude to God for gifting you, you know, something that he probably did not gift someone else. There are people who are born, you know, with physical disabilities. There are people who are born with illnesses. There are people who are not able to, not, you know, to make sound decisions for themselves to say, I want to wake up and eat well, or I want to wake up and exercise. There are people who are not born in this state of mind as well. So I think that if we just go back to basics and ask ourselves, you know, why we should observe or achieve, try and achieve physical wellness, the first thing that should come to mind is just your gratitude to God and the powers that be. Because if it wasn't for that, you wouldn't have the things that you have. And this is more or less like the count your blessings kind of thing, which sounds cliche to a lot of us, but it's the honest truth. Now, one thing I've learned is just not to rush to judge people when someone is not observing physical fitness or they're not eating well, healthy rather, uh, or they're not making better decisions uh, in their lives. I have learned not to judge people because I don't, I don't know them that well to understand what really goes through their mind, um, the type of maybe childhood they had, um, their financial situation, um, the information that they are exposed to, you know, all these things play a major role. Um, and so just because of that, even someone's journey where they are in life um, can lead them to either find this balance between fitness, nutrition and mental well-being or just, you know, like go astray and and, and just off the scale and just not take care of themselves, depending on where a person is, you know, their journey in life. Okay. So just because of that, I just want to say that I have, I have learned and I still keep practicing that I don't necessarily judge someone. I just offer advice where I can. And I pray, pray, pray that someone will listen and do something about it. Now, what I really want us to talk about first is why we need to observe physical wellness okay we've already understood the fact that we just we, we have to try and find a balance between exercise or physical activity um healthy eating or clean eating and also making sure that mentally we are just we're well okay but why should we do it i mean there are people who go through this journey for different reasons some people want to lose weight 
And that's amazing. So if you're, you're, you're going through this journey or you're thinking about it because you want to lose weight, I'm so proud of you because maybe your weight has been causing problems, you know, in your life. You know, maybe the doctor has advised you to lose some weight. Maybe you feel uncomfortable. Maybe you are walking one day and then you just caught a reflection of yourself and you are like, mm -mm, I need to do something. So weight loss, that's number one. That's one of the reasons that we can be able to do it. It may not be the main one, but trust me, it's the one that most people will relate to. The other one is disease, okay, for our health. Now, when I say disease, I mean we have lifestyle diseases or what we call non-communicable diseases in the wellness industry. Um, you know, from diabetes, like type 2 diabetes, to hypertension or high blood pressure, um, issues with your cholesterol levels, um, you know, cancer, and, and all these other uh, maybe illnesses that are going to affect your your immune system and all that. So these are lifestyle diseases, unfortunately, and they are brought about by the choices we make every day. So if you choose not to exercise, unfortunately, you're going to end up, you might end up obese. You might end up with type 2 diabetes. If you don't eat healthy and you indulge in too many, you know, refined sugars and, and processed foods, you might end up with certain illnesses. This is a fact. We watch the news. We see these stories every day. In fact, at some point in Kenya, we were actually getting so many cases of cancer, new cases that it was scary. I remember actually on World Cancer Day last year, traveling all the way to Meru because the event was held in Meru. And don't ask me why I went. <laughs> this is why I say I'm passionate about this stuff. I really wanted to go there and just find out why there were so many cancer cases in Meru. And, um, and and you'd be surprised because Meru is upcountry. We think of it as a place where, you know, people must be healthy. They must, you know, they're not in the city, so they're not necessarily supposed to be going through, you know, what they're going through. And and I was surprised. There was, there, there was so much information out there that people have done research on um, from they were talking about the water to some some... It, it, it was just a lot of information that I felt, you know, it's, it ended up just letting me know that we, as, as human beings, we might not necessarily be sure of what goes on around, um, around us, the water that we drink. If you live in the city, you live in Nairobi, you're not sure where your water comes from. Is it that clean? Um, even farmers nowadays, like what they really spray our food with, like the pesticides and some of this stuff is actually banned in other countries, but it's still used in Kenya, which is, you know, a, a conversation that I have had with someone from an organization known as Root to Food. I urge you to listen to that podcast um, that is up right now so that you can find out about pesticides and how they're really harming us and killing us without us knowing. So, you know, disease is a big one. That's why I've taken a while to talk about this. But for sure, you might start, you know, your journey through physical wellness because of your health. And if that is the case, you know, as much as it's a, it's a sad situation, but I give you a big thumbs up. Because I know for me, I've had fibroids for... 10 years and then I was diagnosed with deep vein thrombosis which 
you know, threatened, you know, to take my life. And because of that, I decided I need to make changes. I was working out, yes, but, you know, other things were not in check, like my hormonal balance, um, stress and everything else was just working against me. And so health is the main reason I'm still doing it. I still wake up in the morning and do this. So if disease is the reason why you've started your wellness, your physical wellness journey, please don't be discouraged. This is one that's going to take you all throughout your life. So you are actually in a much better position because you will always be healthy. You will always be fit. You will never stop. So and we are here to support you. The other one is for our organs to just function properly because I feel this one is something not many people get to talk about. You have organs like your liver, your kidney, your lungs, your 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 skin, which is the largest organ on your body. You know, when you keep exercising, when you keep eating healthy, when you keep, you know, distressing and, and decompressing, you find that your your organs get to function properly. And this is quite important for all of us. I don't care if you're rich or poor, young or old, you really need for your organs to function properly. So physical wellness will actually lead you to this place. And this way you will avoid disease and you will avoid weight gain, which are the first two reasons why you might be doing it. Okay. The other one is to balance your hormones. And I think this is something that we should all be talking about. Hormonal imbalance is actually a real problem affecting many of us and we have no idea it's a silent killer so especially amongst women if we don't balance our hormones you know bad things happen we gain weight we start developing you know illnesses like 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 fibroids and cysts and endometriosis and infertility and all these other issues that are reproductive health issues all because of our hormones we just did not balance them properly and we probably have no idea that they are imbalance which is the sad part and you're probably not going to be seated at home watching your favorite tv show and then an advert comes in and and it lets you know do you have hormonal imbalance issues no no chances are you might not see that because you see um unfortunately for us as human beings we need to realize that <sighs> even the world of medicine it 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 also in a way, they benefit from us just being unwell. It may not be the nicest thing to say, but it's the truth. Imagine if we were all healthy. The only thing we'd be doing at hospitals would be maybe women just going to have babies and probably a regular checkup here and there. But when people tell you cancer is um, is a, an illness that if they place their worth um would go to billions if not trillions of dollars um and, and and diabetes and and heart related issues and they claim lives of innocent human beings who have no idea they have no idea you might have the basic information but you might not know things that are working against you and this is why for me i talk to my fellow women and my friends about hormonal imbalance and i tell them everything they can ask me anything and I say it here, you can ask me anything about hormonal balance, how you can balance your hormones naturally, what tests you should do to make sure that your hormones are balanced, what are the signs and symptoms that should let you know that your hormones are not balanced, what are the things you should look out for, what foods should you, should you avoid and what foods should you make sure you eat daily. All this information is important. I'll probably fix it towards the end so that you can have this info. 
Um, and so, you know, so balancing your hormones is one of the reasons why you should achieve, try and achieve physical wellness, because through this, you're going to avoid illnesses. You're going to also get rid of stubborn fat and weight because this has disturbed women for years. They just don't understand why they can't lose that last bit of weight. Usually it's hormonal imbalance. I promise you, my sisters. So this one is very important. Um, so... The last reason is probably for confidence. Maybe you want to do it because you want to be confident. You want to fit in some jeans, a dress. You want to feel good. You know, you're going through something and you want for people to know I'm doing this. And I'm, you know, yeah, I love that. That is just, that is a vibe for me. And I'm always standing behind anyone who's trying to do that. And I support however I can. But there are many reasons why you might want to, you know, try and achieve physical wellness. And um, right now, I just want to jump to how you can achieve that. Okay. And, you know, you probably like the idea of just having a, you know, a toned and fit body. You like the idea of maybe drinking a smoothie in the morning. <laughs> you like, you double tap on, on photos on Instagram and Facebook when you see, you know, people like Jane Mukami are doing amazing things and you're like, oh, wow, this is so nice, double tap. Um, but then when it comes to your life, you probably just have so much going on, which is, which is normal, by the way. We all have a lot going on. Nobody has more than 24 hours in a day. No one. Everybody has the same number of hours. Everybody has things just being thrown out there at them, whether it's work, relationship, your kids, um, um, you know, I don't know, childhood trauma, things that are just happening to you that make you feel like I just don't necessarily want to do this. Or maybe you're just not that type of person. I've met people who are like, I really am not the type of person that's going to wake up and work out. I would rather do anything else, but I won't do it. And again, as I said before, I've done my best not to judge people. I go, it's okay. If you're not that type of person, I'm cool with it. And I always ask, but what do you like? If they say, I like dancing, I go, by the way, that is physical fitness. If they say, okay, man, I mean, I just, I go for a swim. By the way, that is physical fitness. So... It's the idea that, you know, people have this idea that you're probably at the gym or you, you're doing frog jumps up the stairs and back down and, and you're skipping some rope. And people just have this idea of what it is. And they're like, I'm not the kind of person that can do that. But what is that that you're talking about? Maybe what you're doing is already working. Maybe you walk all the way to, I don't know, places where you're going. Maybe you take the stairs all the time. You know, maybe you run, maybe, you know, there are things that you do. And this is still physical fitness. So I just want for you to know that you can achieve this in the simplest way. And that's the main reason why I really wanted for me to have this platform is for you to understand that physical fitness, wellness can be achieved in the simplest way. You don't have to overthink it. Everything is very, very simple. So... The first step to achieving physical wellness is to find out your why. Why do you want to do it? Okay. Now, here I can just say it's nice if you have a goal. Yeah. Some people in the wellness industry will tell you it's not good for your goal to be a short-term goal. It needs to be long-term. And there's truth to that. But I also say every single person out there is different. 
What works for me as Fatma may not work for you. Your situation in life, where you are mentally, the time, the amount of time you have, you know, at your disposal. You know, your physical abilities also are quite different. Your financial situation may not, you know, like lead you um, to a path of ease when it comes to physical wellness. Maybe mentally you still have baggage you haven't dealt with. These are things that are still going to be blocking you. So find out your why, meaning it may be long term, it may be short term. Let's start with short term. Short term goals when it comes to physical wellness, to me, work well. And I'll explain why. Because a short term goal is kind of like a teaser. It tells you what you will be expecting for the rest of your life if you are to do this for the rest of your life. If you say that you are extremely busy, also you're not that rich to buy all this broccoli and all these other things. And also you have too much stress going on because you're trying to make sure that you pay your rent. But you want to be fit and you really want to take care of yourself. Then you say, okay, so what I'm going to do, let me just do this. For seven days, I'm just going to make sure that every morning when I wake up, I'm going to skip some rope to 100 every day in the morning for seven days. You tell me if this person is not going to benefit. This person is definitely going to benefit from what they're doing. Because if there's one thing you need to know about wellness, consistency beats anything else when you stay consistent with what it is that you're doing you will achieve more than the person that's going to go to the gym for a whole day but then be seen after two weeks then go for a whole day then be seen after another two weeks you have decided to bite only what you can chew and because of that it will be achievable because when you wake up in the morning you know you're only going to skip to 100 that's it and then after that, you take a shower and start your day. That's it. So there's nothing that's going to tell you, ah, oh, I don't want to do this. So you start small and then it leads you to a long-term goal. That's why I say it works. Okay? I'll give you an example of me. I created a short-term goal for myself. <laughs> and how did I do that? Okay? The first thing I did was I asked myself, why do I want to do this short-term goal? Um, and I said, you know what? I want to just do something different because I always train, but then I want to try something different. I want to know if I'm going to be able to train the way that, you know, in my mind, I feel like I cannot. Now, I can be really good at yoga. I can do some boxing. I can hold a plank position. I can, you know, I can do these other things. But I'll tell you one thing about me. When it comes to high intensity interval training, meaning all these bappies and jump tucks and, and I mean, tuck, tuck jumps and all these other, other, other workouts, I'm always like, oh my God, the people who do this are probably not human. I just feel like they're just next level when it comes to fitness. So this is what I said. I said, you know, this is what you're going to do. These are the exercises you're going to do. Then we'll see how far you go because I wanted to do something different. Okay. And so I told myself, I gave myself 30 days. And for 30 days, I trained high intensity interval training. 
Okay, so I would do the heat training, which is basically just doing a workout, a particular workout, as hard as you can for like 30 seconds, and then you take a short short break and then you go back in and do it as hard as you can and then you take a short break it's like that it's almost like raising the heart level and then you take it lower evil it can be a bit um strenuous or difficult rather at the beginning but then this is how you gain you know like endurance and strength and and you train really really well so at first i didn't think i could do it but then i was able to and then something else I did was I just I had like a mini vision board on my phone. I said, who do I love that I feel like, you know, is fit and I just love how they look. And just like all of us who are in the wellness industry, we are just in awe of Jennifer Lopez. I mean, just the fact that J-Lo looks amazing at her age is awesome. And I was like, boom, this is what I'm going to do. I'm getting J-Lo's photos. And I took J-Lo's photos from Pinterest and I was like, I love these. This is what I'm going to do. I use them as my, you know, like, you know, to give me motivation. Now, granted, I was not going to lift weights as she does. But then for me, I was like, I want to just achieve, you know, a toned, physically toned body. That's it. And that's what I did. Because before I always used to tell myself, no, 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 I don't want to use anyone's picture. I love myself. I love my body. When I want to work out, I'll just, you know, I'll motivate myself through me which is healthy and it's amazing. But sometimes when you're trying to do something different, again, for a short-term goal, you can do this for fun and then you see how far you, it can go. And so that's something else that I did. Another way that I achieved my short-term goal was through intermittent fasting. I did research on intermittent fasting and then I found out that it's amazing when it comes to just you making sure that you take care of your organs well enough for you to be healthy, you need to try intermittent fasting. Basically, what it is, is um, you give your body time. You actually eat at a certain point and then you give your body time to digest, um, you know, like the food that you've eaten. And then you take some hours before you have your next meal because it has been proven to actually reverse illnesses and get rid of illnesses. Intermittent fasting is amazing. And for those of you who go through fasting, my Muslim brothers and sisters, and those of you who are Christian who also go through fasting or any other religious sect, um, you know that fasting is actually amazing for your health. That's why even when you go to the hospital, if you're about to, I don't know, go for checkup or like for me when I was having my surgery, they, they usually advise you not to eat anything because this is where, you know, your organs... They can check your your vitals well because your your organs actually function properly at this state. So remember, it's not a point of starvation because in between you can still have you know you'll have a um like for me I have purple tea I drink um I don't have green tea right now but then it's advisable for you to take green tea you you do things that are actually healthy for you in between but you don't stuff yourself with food okay <laughs> you actually just like you eat because your body needs it and then your organs function amazingly well so intermittent fasting was something else that I did so other than changing the way that I trained which I started the high intensity training I had my vision board with my motivation with photos I also did the intermittent fasting now my nutrition I switched it 
because I am vegan and I don't, you know, I don't eat meat and I don't drink milk or all of that. But I was, I had realized that even with that, I was still indulging in too many starchy proteins. So I would eat like a lot of starchy proteins and I, I wanted to make sure that I got the right information so that I could eat healthy. So I asked people around, you know, people who have all the information. I Googled also, I discovered everything. And then I was on a healthy diet. And, you know, that was that was how I achieved it. So, you know, coming back to it, I just feel like if you want to achieve physical wellness, the first thing is to ask yourself why you want to do it. And then the next thing is finding out how. So remember, if you have a short term goal, it still works. A long term goal means I'm going to do this forever and ever and ever and I'll never stop. I may have two days where I feel lazy, but by the third day, I'm back to it. I'm back at it and I'm doing it. Okay, so find out your why and your why will keep you there. And don't ever feel, you know, vain. If your why is so that you can look like so-and-so, please, it's still okay because we are trying to make sure that you get onto the physical wellness bandwagon. I mean, it's already hard as it is to even make time for it. So it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. If your reason, you know, whatever reason you have is still a good enough reason. Because it gives you more reason for you to do something that is amazing for you. It could be that you have kids and you want to be to stay healthy and fit and alive for them for as long as you can. That's an amazing why. It could be that the doctor said you now have to start doing this because if you don't do this, you are at risk of ABCD. That is a why. It could be that you realize that you don't fit in clothes that used to fit you like two months ago. That's a why. Okay. It could be that you want functionality. Maybe you found that you couldn't take the stairs um, without like breathing heavy or you couldn't lift some things or you couldn't do simple things that you used to do. That's a why. Okay. No matter what happens, you need to find your why. Maybe you want to snap back. You've had a baby and it's been a few months or it's been a year or it's been years and you want to go back to feeling good. That is a why. And your why will always keep you there. So find out your why and then work towards it. And by the way, if you need information and you need motivation, please feel free to ask me. I am so ready and so willing to call you and video call you just so I can see that you're doing it, the workout, the nutrition, everything. I am so ready to do that. And I tell that to my friends all the time because, yeah, I'm that friend. <laughs> yeah. So... Once you found out your why, you've worked towards it, you're slowly achieving it. And before you know it, you're living it. You're in the world that, you know, you, you used to live it in your mind, but now you're doing it physically. You're taking care of yourself. You need to reward yourself. You need to say you're doing good. You're doing good. I'm so proud of you. You woke up in the morning. You did this. I'm so proud of you. Or you've come from work. You're exhausted. You could have just bought bread and just had, I don't know, a glass of milk and went to bed. But you chose to make some vegetables and eat something, some food, real food. And for that, I am proud of you. You need to reward yourself with kind words. You also need to reward yourself. Like if you need to buy yourself something, please do. <laughs> if you need to buy yourself a, a new dress, ladies, please do. Because if you've achieved something, 
you know, it's nice to reward yourself because it gives you motivation to keep on doing it. If it's someone that you love and they're doing this, please reward them. Please, like with kind words, show support, take pictures, look interested, be interested in their journey. You know, if you're able to reach into deep into your pockets and do something for them, do something for them or motivate them in whatever way. Keep sending them videos of people who are also, you know, on the same journey and they're achieving it and they'll be motivated and show support. Let's show support for each other so that we can be able to keep on on the same track. I always say we, as human beings, we are bombarded with so much information when you switch on your TV. Do you know how many adverts you get to see? Is there, is there even one of them that tells you, do you eat your vegetables? No. <laughs> it's very hard for you to find, you know, something like that. Um, because, you know, it's the reason why most companies actually put, put, put lots of money on their marketing teams. Um, because whatever product they have, they need to drill it into you, into your mind that this thing is good for you. Okay. Even when, you know, it, it may not be that good for you. But they have learned the tricks and how they are going, you know, to be able to drive that message. And so because of that, I feel that all of us as human beings, I mean, there's nothing wrong with these companies making their money. They're earning their coin. I mean, we cannot be mad at them, but we need to be awake and know that everything around us needs to bring us back to a place of physical wellness. And if you're someone that believes in God, please keep that in mind. This is godliness. It's us showing gratitude. I always love sharing this analogy uh, whereby if I if I'm your friend and I come to you and I gift you something. Okay, let's just say I gifted you a car. For instance, maybe I'm Oprah Winfrey and I go, "You get a car." <laughs> and I give you a car. Yeah, and um and then I just, uh, after giving you that, I go. And I, I was giving you so that it can help you. Um, the point of me giving you is because I care about you, I love you, and I wanted to help you. And then I just go back to living my life. But I still observe you. I, I, I see you on social media posting on, and doing all those things. I'm, I'm looking at you as you keep living your life with this gift that I've given you. Um, and then I notice that you're not necessarily taking care of it. You know, so maybe I love you enough to want to gift you some more and bless you some more. Maybe I, w I was like, you know, I, I would want to give you a house and then I would also want to give you this and that. But then the next time I come to you, I'm like, oh, OK, whatever I gifted you, you haven't been taking care of it at all. Now, I ask an honest question. Would you gift this person again? Would you give them something else? No matter how much you love them, it'll kind of this, you know, it. it it discourages you from from gifting this person again. And I know God is not a human being. I know that. But I know God just, he loves gratitude. He appreciates gratitude. And it's the same thing. He's given you the ability to have this body that is healthy, to have these organs that are amazing and they work well, your heart, your lungs, your liver, your kidneys, everything and he's given you your mental well-being you're sane enough to wake up and make decisions for yourself there are people you do realize that there are people who don't have this you know ability 
but you do. And he's just watching you, you know, and what you're doing with these things that he's given you, not taking care of them. It's very hard for him to bless you some more and to give you more. And I know God is not a human being. He's, I mean, if he wants to give you, he'll give you. But for those of you who are believers, you know that when we give, we're given something, it's a test. And when something is taken from us, it's still a test. Um, so that is my understanding of physical wellness is that God has gifted you something. He's testing you. Um, he wants to know if you're going to take care of it. Because if you do take care of it, he's like, okay, I'm encouraged. Let me give you more. And I give you more. And I give you more. And don't we want more? We want more. We want to be well. We want to be healthy. We want to live well. We want to, we want to be stress-free. We want all of these things God gives us because he sees that we're taking the time to take care of the things that he's given us, the basic things. And that's how we earn more. Now, I know that, um, you know, we all are going through different journeys. Um, you know, you're going through a different journey. Maybe mentally something is happening to you right now and you're not okay. Uh, maybe financially you're not able to buy the foods that you feel are going to be healthy foods, which, by the way, it's okay. I completely understand you, but you have to understand that the healthy lifestyle is the cheapest lifestyle. Um, and let me just, you know, say something about the vegan lifestyle. It's probably the cheapest lifestyle you'll ever live because <laughs> in your life, you just, the most you'll ever do is probably just, um, I don't know, just it's the cheapest lifestyle you'll ever live. So if you feel like you want to save money, um, then eat healthy, eat healthy. And also, um, Health is wealth. You you have to take care of yourself because this is the only way we're going to avoid you spending lots of money at the hospital, um, taking medication you have no business taking. You know, I mean, your doctor may be a good person, but I really don't want you seeing him every other week. Okay? Um, I just want for you to be well, for you to live your life, for you to enjoy life with your family, your children, your friends, the people that care about you. They want to see you thriving. And that is what Wellness K is about. We want to give you information so that people can thrive um, and survive. And so I wanted to end this conversation on a very, very... I wanted to give you like important information about hormonal balance, which I think you can take home with you. Um, and, you know, you know about hormones and them being just chemicals released by the endocrine system in your body and they... They do, they have a lot of functions, like they do a lot of things. Um, but I would say that it's mostly women who get to suffer from this issue, hormonal imbalance. Maybe there's too much or too little of the hormones in your bloodstream. And you have your estrogen hormone, progesterone hormone, and you know, like all of that. I'm not a professional, but I'm just giving you basics. Now, the thing is that you might not realize that you suffer from hormonal imbalance and the you know, you're going through things and you don't know that this is why you're going through them. So what I really wanted to do was to tell you guys like what really happens when you're going through hormonal imbalance. This is how you can know that you're going through it. The first thing is weight gain, like weight gain that, you know, you cannot lose. You cannot shed it. You've seen women at the gym. They're really, really working out. 
but they're not losing the weight and you find the trainer being really really mean to them and they're like why do you not lose this tummy why are you not losing this weight they're making you lift all these heavy weights and do all this stuff but you're not losing the weight my sister it's usually just you know your hormones you haven't had them balance out well and that is why it's impossible for you to lose the weight i know because when I had fibroids, this is what happened. I gained so much weight. I couldn't lose it. And trust me, I trained hard. But I couldn't lose it. It's because my hormones were imbalanced. Now, another thing is chronic fatigue, where you are so tired and you've just woken up in the morning. It just doesn't make sense. You just cannot function. You're so tired that you can't do anything. Chronic fatigue is one of them. Here's another one. Sensitivity to cold or heat. Maybe your feet get way too cold or maybe you just, you know, you have a certain area where you get really, really cold, especially the palms and the feet. You, you'll notice that. That usually is a sign of hormonal imbalance. So just be on the lookout for that. Um, I know I went through that as well. Something else is probably like irregular bowel movement. Maybe you're not, maybe you're not getting regular bowel movement, so you're constipated, which is not a good sign. You should be getting regular bowel movement that's every day, if not twice a day. But if you're not getting that, you have chronic constipation, that's one of the signs. Or, you know, just way too frequent. That's also one of the signs, okay? Something else is like drastic weight loss losing weight too much weight just all at once and you, you can't explain it you haven't been working out you haven't been doing anything uh, but you just lose the weight too much and you actually look sickly um, and, and this is something that affects some women and they they don't know why so that's something that you need to to be on the lookout for some heart palpitations your heart rate increases and sometimes you have heart palpitations palpitations and you need to just make sure that you even stay away from things like caffeine when if you have such issues please um you know this is one of the reasons why you could be having these issues dry skin puffy face oh here's another one that i'm not even embarrassed to say that i've had which is white or gray hairs <laughs> i was at a point where i actually had white gray hairs um you know like it's it's all these things are just you know signs that you have you know an imbalance or in your in your hormones now i'm i'm a believer in naturally balancing things out um but let me just tell you how you can find out that you have you know how you can check your the you know your hormonal balance so there's a test that you can get done at the hospital even though right now there's a pandemic and people are trying to avoid going to hospital so just keep that in mind when things just you know get better keep that in mind you can get yourself checked out at the hospital normally they do a blood test or sometimes it's a saliva test so depending um, but you can talk to your doctor first also talk to your um gynecologist or OBGYN, whatever you call them, but talk to them and let them know that you have these worries and you'd like to have the test and then, you know, ask them like, where would I do this? And then they'll advise you because if you have these signs and symptoms and you really feel like you're not losing the weight and you're moody and you have all these other signs and symptoms, um, please, you need to get your hormones balanced. Now, here's the natural way you can do it. You can do it through diet which is my favorite. <laughs> and by diet, I mean you need to eat foods that are going to naturally balance your hormones. The first one is avocados. Avocados are amazing for balancing your hormones. 
they you know they're rich in in healthy fats and they help you in balancing your hormones in such a way that you can be very very healthy um and you know the the avocado is just meant for that so please make sure that whenever you have your meal have with an avocado if you have a salad have an avocado if you're having a smoothie have an avocado so healthy fats are actually really really good for you leafy greens so your spinach your kale everything in there your leafy greens are very very important um if you are a big fan of uh, of nuts then you can eat nuts i always have almonds i have you know like i make sure that i try and have nuts with me because also nut butters are really good for you because they're rich in protein as well for someone like me who is vegan i try and get my protein from anywhere else from everywhere else rather so flax seeds which are very cheap by the way flax seeds are very cheap you can buy them at the supermarket these are very rich in in um <clears throat> these are very good for you to make sure that you balance your hormones so you can blend them in your smoothies you can grind them up and you know sprinkle them in your food whatever way you can use flax seeds broccoli is also really good uh for that this is some one of the healthiest things you can eat by the way um pomegranate as a fruit we used to eat this fruit when we were kids because we had it at home and then i came to realize that it is so expensive and i was like wait we had trees um <laughs> so if you can gain access to pomegranate it's amazing if you're in Nairobi you can get them at Ngara if you're in Mombasa I'm sure you can get them at Markiti you can still get pomegranate it's that beautiful fruit that you know like it has it's green on the outside but then when you cut it open um the seeds are actually reddish and and they're really tiny and mini um it's actually a very delicious fruit if you can drink the juice if you can eat the fruit it's amazing um fish that is you know um fatty fish like salmon is really good for you foods rich in high high in fiber like oats in the morning instead of just having i don't know white bread just have oats in the morning with dates and some nuts and this makes it easy more protein in your diet manage your stress you know like drink green tea if you have green tea drink purple tea if you have drink hibiscus tea all these healthy teas are going to be really really good for you sleep well sleep if you have time to sleep please rest because this is going to be really good for you just just take time sleep because this is something that can really offset your hormones um and then lead you to you know issues that you you're not going to understand so sleep as much as you can avoid overeating and also avoid undereating so don't go hungry for too long you know like you you're just not eating anything and then when it comes time to eat you haven't even gotten any nutrition into you and also don't overeat um that's one of the reasons why you could be suffering from hormonal imbalance issues avoid sugar avoid refined carbohydrates i actually want to do a video on how you can you know just have natural sugars and substitute sugar from your food and we can talk more and more about sugar but you guys i just want for you to know that sugar is something that is not even identified by your body as food literally you taking sugar is equivalent to if you were taking plastic or metal because your body does not identify that white refined sugar as a food in your system that's just how bad it is so you have natural ways you can substitute whether you'll take dates honey or whatever molasses anything it's going to be natural and your food will still be or your drink will still be sweet but then it'd be natural refined carbohydrates also are a reason why people end up with hormonal imbalances that's the white unga the white um wheat flour you know so if you can get the brown one better 
Um, you know, so you just make sure that you make healthier choices and then you exercise. You know, there's yoga that can help you to help you to balance hormones or just, you know, just exercise in general, managing your stress, meditation, you know, like things that are going to help you in a very big way in making sure that you manage, you know, um, you, you achieve physical wellness. So I've tried to put everything <laughs> into one. Um, I didn't want to go over 30 minutes, but here we are. Um, but I'm so grateful for those of you who have listened to this point. Thank you so much. That was what I prepared for you guys, just so you can understand what physical wellness is, what it is to me and how we can all just try our best to achieve. I hope that this information is going to help you. I want you to know that I'm going to support you in every way. Please feel free to message me. If you're trying to go through this physical wellness journey, please let me know. I want to be a part of it. I want to help you. And we also have some new things that we're shooting, new stuff that we're going to be posting on our platform. That way we can be able to give you all the right um, information, the videos, things you can do just so you can achieve physical wellness. And I'm so, so grateful for all of you for listening to this point. And um, do I have anything else to add? No, I just want to say a big thank you. Remember, you can be able to reach out to us on our social media platforms uh, at KE Wellness on Twitter, at well underscore SKE on Instagram, and our new Instagram page, Wellness with Fatma, and on Facebook, Wellness KE. That's it. All you have to do is just to send us a message, a comment, tell us what you thought about this conversation. Ask us anything you want. If you want for us to have a nutritionist come on board, if you want to have a physical trainer come on board, a yoga instructor, anyone. If you feel like you'd like to learn from any one of these people, please let me know and we can be able to make sure that you have all this information. Have you listened to the rest of the podcast? I hope you do. I hope you have. And if not, please feel free to, you know, maneuver and find something that's going to motivate you. And right now, I just have to say a big thank you and wish you a happy and blessed day. Thank you for listening. Bye, guys.